What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is the super talented Anna Carolina Piera. Close? That was, yeah. that was close. Right. <laughs> and MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to the Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... Or working for the man, you can email us, info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on MoGraph.com. We're on YouTube.com slash MoGraph. We're on some of the other things every once in a while. Just hit us up. If you want to see a schedule, MoGraph.com slash live, you know. But info at MoGraph.com. If you want to suggest somebody to be on the show, if you want to ask us a very noob question, don't be scared to ask. We'll try and answer it. Uh, if it's a tough question, we'll send it to uh, an expert. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll try and answer it, and we'll take all the credit for it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, just a couple things before we get into it today. There's not a lot going on this week. Um, next week is a holiday, by the way. We won't have a show next week. And uh, But the next week after that, Mark is going to be on the show with us because we are going mm -hmm. to be heading out for camp and so camp. we'll have a little powwow show it is two weeks away i can't even believe it man that has come so fast i am i am ready i feel better now like i i just bought the last of the supplies that we needed mm -hmm. and you know just panicking about like flags and advertising and stuff like that but yeah and miss really good <laughs> And misspellings. Gosh. Uh, whoops. Nothing. Yeah. I won't. It, we had a misspelling. Yeah. And it was a bad misspelling. And well, we're sorry. <laughs> when you misspell Virginia. <laughs> when you misspell Virginia, it's, it could be it could be detrimental. It wasn't as bad as you're thinking in your head, everybody. But yeah. <laughs> got to be careful with anyway. that one. So we're... Um, prepping we're uh we're getting nervous we're having those dreams where you feel like you forgot something yeah you know we're making sure that meals are good we're making sure our yep. supplies are all, are all in and all of that and so yep. um if you are coming it would be really great uh if you turn tuned in in two weeks because um if, if you have questions it'll be a great time yeah. for us to go over things or um and just to, to run through the whole thing and let everybody know what to expect although you should know what to expect because you've been reading your emails and watching all the videos, right? Right? Yep. Right? Absolutely. You know, yeah. motion designers need to read their emails. Half yeah. of them don't. Uh, for those who are curious, though, like, uh, uh, make sure to check your email. Uh, we have a camper portal, campmograph.com slash portal. In your email, you can find the password to get in. Um, also, uh, you can join us on our Discord. You know, if you can't find the email and yep. you just want to join us on the Discord, hit me up. Uh, I'll give you a Discord link, and uh, it's great. It's been awesome. I like it's so much. It's so much better to have people on the Discord, the campers on the Discord, because I can just ask a question. Like today, we're gonna send off. Uh, we're gonna do some hoodies. We decided at the last mm -hmm. minute to do some hoodies, similar to like last year's. You know, and so um, we're gonna do some hoodies. So I just threw the question up on the Discord, and people are like, "I want one." So yeah. we've had like. 40 orders already it's like okay Much good more response i don't have to yeah. send out an email and wait for people to not read their email and then you and know, it goes in their spam yeah. goes in their spam yeah so yeah yeah so uh sponsors yes 
Big shout out to our sponsors. Also, um, real quick before I get into the sponsors, um, EJ will be doing his beer tasting. Oh again. yes, yes, yes. I'm um, glad you brought that up. Talking about it. So, um, if you want, uh, if you're coming to camp, bring a local beer or something so that people can give it a try. You mm-hmm. know, we're gonna be mixing and matching and stuff like well, that. Well, we won't be mixing the beers. We won't be mixing the beers. That would be gross. Just... That'd be kind of weird. You don't know that. It could be delicious. I don't know. Um. But yeah, so uh, there'll be uh, uh, we'll have a bartender there serving all the different beers, trying different beers from all around the world. But bring bring the beers. So yeah, bring um, the beers. huge shout out to our sponsors. We couldn't have done uh, this event without them. We have so much cool swag that oh, we're the giving swag. people. Oh the gosh. swag! It's going to be awesome, and I cannot wait for everyone to see it. And we couldn't have done this, and we couldn't have kept tickets so cheap uh, without our awesome sponsors. So big shout out to our global sponsor, Otoy, for sponsoring the entire event, uh, and as well as our village sponsors, Maxon and Video Copilot, and our gold sponsor, Grayscale Gorilla. Huge shout out to all of them. Without them, this wouldn't be possible. Or it wouldn't be as cool. <laughs> Still it be possible. It would be a lot more expensive. Cool. It would be a lot more expensive. That's true. So, That's very true. Yes. Huge shout out to them. So it's yeah. going to be a blast. I am so excited. Yes, it is. And then um, next week, next week, is it really next week? Is half res? Next week is half res. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Yeah. So we're going to be heading out Thursday. Yep. And uh, yes. the event is Friday. So if you're going to be there, come say hi. We are we mm-hmm. are sponsoring that event. Yes, we are sponsoring that event. So, so we're going to that. So make sure you come say hi. Make sure you go go out there. If if you yeah. you know you're think been thinking about going, you're on the fence. Get a cheap Southwest flight. Get out there. Yep. Get you a ticket. Come say hi. Yep. And uh, I mean, even if you're going to camp, we're we're doing it. We're doing you it. You know, we're doing Clinton it. Clinton Jones is doing it. That's right. That's right. So. <laughs> Um, make sure you uh, come say hi. And anything else? Uh, only thing, only other thing I wanted to say is how much I just despise After Effects. I just have yep. to just jump. Now I have been like holding off on updating from AE like 2019 or 2020 for like a long time. Yeah. Finally did it because I had to. I had to open a project. Open it up. I'm like, okay, this isn't too bad. I start using After Effects, the new version, the newest version. And I, I just don't understand it. Am I the only one that has this problem? If I'm the only one that has the problem, okay, maybe there's something wrong with my computer. But is this really what it's like? Is this really like I'm I'm moving masks around? I'm having and and it's crashing. I'm having memory leaks. I did a Twitter post the other day, and I said I'm going to post on Twitter every time After Effects crashes today. Mm-hmm. And I posted twelve too, times. Mm-hmm. I would just say at. Adobe at, AE crashed over and over. At how many, how, uh, over a span of how long? Six hours. Oh, that's not too bad. That's yeah, two only twice, an, twice hour. an hour. Yeah. But we're talking just moving a <laughs> mask those handle. Those are pretty low numbers, considering. Yeah. I'll move a mask <laughs> handle and the whole thing flashes and disappears. Or all my screens will turn black and, like, memory leaks, errors, errors. I've tried everything. Yeah. I've tried changing the amount of memory. I have tried things like... Um, how Windows manages virtual memory, all this stuff. So this is my plea. Either <laughs> tell me I'm crazy and I'm the only person having this problem, or if somebody knows what is going on. Maybe it's a common problem so, that I haven't heard of. I am, I am only, begging. The only thing that I have ever heard from someone 
is saying that you need to reinstall all your plugins fresh instead of copying mm. and pasting them from one After Effects to I have another because that. that could be causing issues. I've heard that. I don't know if it'll work. Maybe. But it's, it's worth mm. a try. Well, anyway... Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs, and we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com, from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community-building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now, back to the madness. That's all I wanted to say about that. I won't gripe too long about that. But I just, I can't be the only person having that problem, I feel like. And so I'm, I'm pleading for some help. And, and if there's no solution, I'm pleading Adobe. I'm paying monthly for this. This mm-hmm. is what I'm paying for. It doesn't do anything that it didn't do before. Trust me. Like, yep. it's not that great. So please, please. <laughs> fix it or something like just the basics we just want the basics to work i i love like a few years ago uh, it was a while ago actually like this was probably the cs 6.5 you know maybe cc1 i don't know original creative cloud they spent a year just working on stability issues and you know they they that was their big update right. we, we yeah. worked on stability it's been crap still it was ever exactly since. the same it was yeah but no Anyway, stability. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's move on now, um, and let's talk about let's talk about you. We love to hear about people's backgrounds, where mm-hmm. they came from, um, you know, how they got into the industry. Like, what was their learning experience? Did they go to school? Did they not go to school? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. So, start us from the beginning, and. Um, and uh, I guess for those who don't know, for those who you are a ZBrush know, artist and an amazing Anna, one at that. Anna is one of the most, if not the most, amazing ZBrush artists I have ever seen. And like, what I loved <laughs> about your NAB presentation is that um, while I was there, you know, I saw Z Paul do all his ZBrush Z-Paul. stuff, and he uh, made it look very difficult. But watching you and your presentation, it's like, okay, this is accessible. I can do this. I can do this, you know? Oh, thank you so much. That is so (laughs) kind of you to say. Exactly what I aim for when I'm doing presentations, Mm -hmm. too. Uh, So as far as background, I guess we have to start with the fact that one day I was born. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was a complete shock. (laughs) To use ZBrush, you must first invent the universe. Right. <laughs> yes. So I am a from I'm from Brazil, Rio specifically. Mm-hmm. I've been I've lived in four countries, lived here for like ten years now in the United States. Um, I came here to do college. So whenever I was younger, I really liked drawing. So I have a very I had a very strong grasp on the fundamentals, and I wanted to be a concept artist. Oh, cool. And I went to college, so I did go to college, and I have a bachelor's in game art and design. I thought that that way I could learn how to do concept art for games, because that sounded really cool. In -hmm. fact, one of my first dreams of a career ever was to be the person who created the assets for The Sims and wrote the jokes that go along with them. Oh, nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, But um, in that college, I learned a little bit of programming, which I hated, and then I learned a lot of... (laughs) 
3ds max and things like that mm-hmm. which i hated more um <laughs> and so one day i took a character sculpting course and that was in zbrush and it was a four hour long class the very first one and i i swear to you i came out of there and i was like rip up my notebook rip up my sketchbooks i'm doing this now <laughs> That's you know, awesome. that was it. Like that was a pivotal point. So from there on, I started practicing character arts in ZBrush. Started learning the software, learning the the processes. Still with a high focus on game game developments, though, because that is my main uh, area of occupation: games and VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, which honestly has a lot of crossover. Uh, it's yeah. basically the same thing, just different medium or different hardware. Um, and then right after I graduated. Uh, I had a lot of rush to get my first job. I was here on a student visa. You know, I had to get a job right away. Mm-hmm. So I did some research and I found out that in the games industry in particular, there was this position called the technical artist. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know that much about that. Nobody does, honestly. It's like a very cryptic <coughs> thing. Sure. Uh, because technical arts can mean just about anything in, at any company. Like there could be two technical artists in the same team doing two different things. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so I decided to become a technical artist to have a better chance at a career, and I started learning on my own with like Udemy courses how to program, use Unreal, which is my main software actually. So I'm known online for doing ZBrush, but actually my whole career is Unreal based. <laughs> That's so interesting. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I became a technical artist right away. I got a job at a VR company. Uh, working for a ton of projects. I think I have like over 20 shipped VR projects now, wow. uh, including for the Air Force, companies like that you never expect, like MasterCard. <laughs> okay. You know, and things like that. And eventually I, I moved through the pipeline so that I can create an entire game on my own, all of the project management, code, Jeez. level design, uh, 3D arts, all of that stuff. So I'm, I'm pretty generalistic. If the I would code, so. really? Yeah, I do the code. In fact, I teach it, and that's what I'm going to be teaching once I get out of here at the college. Oh, <laughs> wow! Yeah. So you went, but you you said you didn't like the code. So so, uh, did you find maybe <laughs> a type of code that you liked more than another one? Or, um, I liked it after I had many years to get used to it. Okay. Honestly, I think okay. I was missing the fundamentals, and once I got those, like, I I. I I swear, I got out of college without knowing what a variable was. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, I, I, I took a couple of programming classes and I felt the exact same way. It's like, I, mm-hmm. I, plus, uh, you know, my, my teachers, they all had really heavy accents, you know? Mm. So it's like, I, and I've got an ADD brain. And so, like, it was really hard for me to focus and try and learn at the same time. You know, but yeah, I, I totally, I'm, I'm with you. I took like three classes and it's like, oh, what's a variable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't work without the fundamentals in any right. category, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which is why I try to make things so easy to understand and like kind of dumb them down. Because if you don't get that, you can't get any of the rest, right? Right. Uh-huh. Um, I learned that when I got into a German high school and they didn't have any beginner German lessons, only advanced. And to this day, I don't know how to speak German, even though I spent four years in German <laughs> high school. <laughs> um, so I be- became a technical artist, VR developer, pushing that with my career, but I never forgot that love that I had for that character arts, right? Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there and I kept trying to practice on my own 
at night when I get back from work, but I was too busy learning technical arts or I was just so tired and I had no accountability system, right? Uh, I need external accountability, uh, accountability, which I always say is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't decide how to make it work. And I was falling behind all of the other folks that went, like from college, for example, that went straight for character art. They were all starting to out-level me and mm -hmm. I felt really bad. Um, and I wasn't allowed to get freelance or anything like that. So what I did was I brainstormed and one day I found out that Twitch was a thing. And mm -hmm. I used to think it was a news broadcasting right. uh, site. Right, right, right. Um, and I was like, why can't I just stream this like at a certain schedule? And then by knowing that people are gonna watch me, I have to be there and I have to do it. So yeah, I started, okay. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's how my streaming of ZBrush career began. So funny. Uh -huh. So it was simultaneous. So at nights I would do character art in ZBrush, and then during the day I would do my normal tech art VR mm -hmm. development career. And the ZBrush, ZBrush. Things were taking out, taking why did you choose to do ZBrush stuff instead of the stuff that you were doing just nine to five? Oh, because I was still in love with that, and yeah. I needed to be able to practice. Uh, okay. and otherwise, I would lose it, you know, and it would just be a distant memory when I'm in gotcha. my 50s. Like, I remember that time I wanted that whole career. <laughs> so I started, I started multi-careering it. Okay. So it was so. like, pra it was, so it was practice live, essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah practice okay. live. And eventually, cool. naturally, it evolved into teaching live, because like, you're there, people are starting to look up to you, they are, ask you questions, and it just naturally snowballs into that. Mm -hmm. um, and un unknowingly, I started charting a new career of being a teacher mm -hmm. or an educator in some way, uh, which I had promised myself in middle school that I would never do. I was <laughs> like, I would never be a teacher. It's just not for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I still remember that. <laughs> um, and so I kept pushing and pushing. I got picked up by ZBrush Live very early on in my Twitch career. Um, you know, and I started streaming for them twice a month. That helped a lot because of so much more professional environments, you know. Yeah. Um, nowadays, I do it every Sunday. So it's been four years since I've been doing that. Wow. And um, consistency I is key. 100% yeah. consistency is key. Yeah, you know, for that's sure. That's why we're on episode 340 of this <laughs> dang podcast. <laughs> oh. It really uh. is. <laughs> Yeah. It really, really is. It's, yeah, there's yeah. no trick. It's tough, um, though. It's yeah. tough to maintain that, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like a daily. It's like doing dailies, you know? Mm -hmm. Hey, everybody. It's Nick here from Grayscale Gorilla, and welcome to Grayscale Gorilla Plus. Your all-in-one membership to everything you need. You get award-winning plugins. You also get instant access to an entire library of drag-and-drop materials, as well as access to hundreds of high-res HDRIs, install and download it all. And of course, you get our entire library of pro Cinema 4D training. Grayscale Gorilla Plus, everything we make for everything you make. I take breaks. Like, yeah, I yeah. really do. Like, I always feel so guilty, but sometimes I'll burn out from it. Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, 100%. okay, I'll see you all in six months. Yeah. Mm. And the very first time I took the break, I didn't want to. But when I came back, my stream doubled automatically on its own. Wow. Oh, interesting. Just because I felt better. You know, right. like, I got twice as many watchers and um, I was just being more fun and personable. You know, mm -hmm. so it does it does help to take breaks, but in between the breaks, I'm very consistent, right? Like right. every day, I'm there. Like if it's scheduled, I'm there. Right. You know, 
um, which is super, super important. And I try to tell, so I have a mentorship program on my own and I tell it to my mentees. I'm like, hey, you should put this on Patreon. And they're like, well, and it's easy for you to say, you have a following. Mm -hmm. I don't. And I'm like, you don't understand. I didn't, you know? Yeah. Like, you can't just mm -hmm. one day wake up and have a following. Right. Like, right. I was a little nobody struggling with my visa, like trying to decide if I was going to go into tech art, you know, in mm -hmm. Houston, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, and then I just started posting, and then little by little and little by little, like yeah. increments of like zero point zero 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 one percent every week. Mm -hmm. You know, it builds up. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a technical artist as well. <laughs> uh, people look at my <laughs> art and they say they look at my art and they say, eh, I guess technically he's an artist. <laughs> so. Yeah. And my yeah. stupid bell. It's you need a better dumb. bell. I you need, need to fix your I know. bell. That's what I. That's what I get for getting a bell from Disney World. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna steal that joke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you have my permission, 100. percent Oh, so um, so you do the streaming now. I followed your NAB presentation. Uh, the first thing Matt and I both did was uh, buy Cintiqs and say we're gonna yep. become ZBrush artists, uh, which uh, I put about you know a whole day into so far right um Same. but no I, I i actually really like having this antique um mm -hmm. and um and, and i'm trying to learn here's my here's my issue is as you know zbrush is a little bit different than some other yeah. programs right so yeah. you have to get used to the commands you got to get used to the you know mm -hmm. the shortcuts and all of the things um, so when I do get a chance to sit down, like I, I watched yours and I think it was great because you were like, okay, hit this button and this is why it does this. And like Matt said, uh -huh. it was very easy to uh, Everything is understand. in alphabetical order. Yeah. Weirdly <laughs> enough, it's all yeah. in alphabetical order. Yeah. So do you, do you have a resource? Because I know a lot of people that listen to the show are, uh, you know, either 2D designers or... You know, there's Cinema 4D artists who are doing like, you know, probably a little less of the um, ZBrush organic type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a particular resource that you like to send people to, you know, for like learning those shortcuts? For, for me, that's the hardest part is like remembering them and then coming back and like, you know, it's been a month. Yeah. I sit down, I'm, tr I'm trying to learn, and, and mm -hmm. you know, I, I know how it is. You got to just keep doing it. Um, but do you have like a go-to resource that you send people to like besides maybe just like a manual like mm -hmm. so they have so right now I'm working a project with Maxon that's going to help oh. that's all, I'll say about <laughs> all right that. All sweet right. sweet um, that being said they do have a series of short videos like a tremendous series of short videos like hundreds of them uh, about every topic called Z classroom Okay. And it's maintained by them. It's on their YouTube and also uh university and also like the official sites. And it's just like short to the point videos that might remind you of like how the UI is set up, uh how to get through the brushes, things mm -hmm. like that. I I have always been sending people to the, that site cuz it's it's the best, you know, like they don't, you know, mess around, they don't make jokes, it's just pa 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 direct direct, yeah. you know. Which like, is how I like it. <laughs> right, same. <laughs> what is the what is the button? What is the brushes button? Is it B? Is it B? Right. Okay. 
Um, B, and then you choose whatever brush you want by right. getting another letter. Another letter. And right. see, that, that's the kind of thing. It's like, I remember it in the session. I sit down and I remember it. Mm-hmm. And then when I come back, I don't remember it. I need a cheat right. sheet or something. <laughs> to be, and, and eventually, I'll remember it. Mm-hmm. But, you know. I, yeah. I make that for my students. Like, I just make a little paper. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. idea. I should just make one and put it on the internet. <laughs> yes, you should. Yes. Yeah. The cheat sheets, for sure. Cheat I already sheet. have them, so I might as well. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because when I, I've used it, I've uh, like I've really enjoyed it. I have um, I have a piece right now that I'm working on. And here's the problem: like, if I sit down and I do have a couple hours to work on a daily, uh, it's kind of a matter of like, I know how to use Cinema 4D, so I'm going to get in Cinema 4D and I'm going to do the thing I want to do. Right. Right. If you're doing something that's off the beaten path for you know, your, yourself and your particular situation and my situation, that's ZBrush. I go over to ZBrush and I'm like, do I want to do that today or do I want to finish a daily? Because I want to learn it, but I also want to finish a daily. It's and, and I'm like, am I in the mood to sit there and try and remember all of these shortcuts? So something like that would be really great because I don't know, I just have a block and it's really weird. As soon as I do something, and Matt can attest to this, like upgrading to what was to like R25 or whatever it was yeah. at the time. Just like wasn't doing it because I didn't want to upgrade things. And once I did it, right. I was like, you know. So that would be <clears throat> that would be great uh, to have something like that. Have you have you used any other sculpting apps like Forger or even the sculpting in C4D or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I have. I have used multiple in VR. Oh, okay. Um, like a ton. There's Oculus, uh, mm-hmm. no, the, the Medium. I think that's Adobe now. Yeah. Um, there is um, a bunch whose names are totally escaping me right now. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have used those. I have used, I not Blender, but... Definitely Sculptress and also... Um, mm-hmm. Mudbox mm-hmm. as Mudbox, well. Mudbox, yeah. 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 Um but first VR that makes your shoulders hurt like if you're just like <laughs> yeah. you know, lifting your hands, you know. Yeah. I personally don't like it. Plus it introduces a new uh axis for you to have to worry about when you're doing your brush stroke, which is like mm-hmm. the depth, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um yeah. Which, you know, in ZBrush, you just click on the thing and it's just going to get the nearest depth to you kind right. of thing, mm-hmm. that pixel, right? Um, so that's something else to worry about, hmm. plus pain, because <laughs> <Yeah>. cool exercise <laughs> for prolonged hours. Um, I know Dave would always uh, uh, sit back in his lounge chair, you know, and yeah. sculpt. Like just oh, that's smart. Yeah. Back. yeah. <laughs> that's smart, yeah. That's smart. <laughs> have you ever um, combined them? Like, have you ever done something like VR and then move over to ZBrush? I have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost always, because I can't get the myself personally I can't get the quality that I'm looking for in the VR yeah. ones mm-hmm. well for so sure you finish it that, off yeah put it in that Ziri yeah. measure you know do <laughs> yeah. its thing mm-hmm. oh man I love Ziri measure I've used it so much lately and it, it's just so clean yeah um, sculptress sculptress for me oh <laughs> dude mm. when you introduced me to sculptress yep. it's like I need this I need this in every program <laughs> you know it was it's it's quite special whenever they came out with that um i literally didn't use anything else for about two years Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i I understand 100 percent 
for those who don't know sculptress uh when you it's a it's it's like a mode in zbrush mm-hmm. correct and so like as you're pulling and pushing and stuff it will create new geometry and instead of like stretching everything and making it weird it's 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 right. amazing yeah it's just like literally updates before your very eyes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so cool so what kind of projects are you are you working on Gosh, what that am you I can not talk about? That you can talk I am about. So yeah. stressed out right <laughs> now. <laughs> um, so right now I'm working only on educational based product projects. Okay. In fact, I used to do a lot of freelance, but last year after I started my own business, just doing you know mentorships and things like that, I was like, no more. We're pausing. We're going to now just do like as many educational things as possible. Partnerships. Like right now, I'm working with Wacom to do a um, stream marathon, you know, like and they're going to give some people that participate some tablets and a cheek, which is going to be exciting. Um, And just like personal things, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and of course, big, big educational projects that I can't speak of right now. Right. Sure. Right now. I only ever take very tiny art projects right now. Mm-hmm. Like if I know I can squeeze like this project into two hours, basically, right. okay. I will, I'll take it. If not, gotcha. I'll pass it on to somebody else. What's been your favorite thing to work on? Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, like doing a nice stressful um, VR game is always going to have a space in my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, nice stressful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> If I could tell you all the stories later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that code, um, right? It's the code. It's everything. Like every every aspect of it can be stressful. <laughs> That's for sure. I always thought it would be um, fun to do, but yeah, it it yeah. sounds like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that always has a special place in my heart. And actually, once I am ready to go back to freelance, I would like to do that instead of like character art mm-hmm. for a while, just to like resharpen as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite pro- types of projects. Yeah, I'd have to say that. Or some sort of like technical exploration where I, for many years, since I was doing the dual thing, I mm-hmm. would try to think of projects that were both technical and character art related mm-hmm. okay. and, and mix them together. So for example, I made, this was before uh, MetaHuman and like all these NFTs and stuff. So I made mm-hmm. a... Um, a cat generator <laughs> that, oh. could hmm. that could generate like up to 88,000 unique cats or something like that. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you just click the randomize button or like customize it, you know? Okay. Um, or this like super uh, very difficult to make character that had like you could use mocap with the iPhone mm-hmm. and her face would move like your face and she had like updating normal maps for like the wrinkles of the forehead and oh, things wow. like that. So I really enjoyed those projects as well. Although I took a really long time to post that one on the internet. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was ready to, uh, MetaHuman had come out with Unreal that did all those things automatically. Right. If I had one regret in life. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Epic. It's no longer impressive. All that right. work was so much work. That's funny. Now, when you uh, use ZBrush, um, the thing that I mean, I I knew a lot of people used tablets and whatnot. But when we were at NAB and talking to everybody, mm-hmm. everybody seemed who was into ZBrush seemed to say, "Okay, you must use 
a pen in order for this mm-hmm. and a tablet for this to really yep. work the way it needs to work because it's the pressure sensitive part which mm-hmm. i understand um so what kind of what kind of device do you use actually do you, are you on a cintiq or i actually have two right here mm-hmm. <laughs> um i have a my, my go-to is my wacom intuos tablet okay and then my fancy one is my Wacom oh. Cintiq Pro um, that Wacom sent me. Oh, that's nice. The Pro. Yeah, is that the 4K one, too? <laughs> I, I couldn't afford the um, 4K one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was very generous of them. <laughs> so I switch between the two. Um, I love both of them. <laughs> For the longest time, I was a strict tablet user. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a Cintiq companion that was like, it's like the laptop version, so like it has like its okay. own contained laptop inside, and the screen oh, yeah. sounds Cintiq. Right. That was cool for like on the airplane, airport. Right. You know, people would be like, "Oh my god, I've never seen something like that at the airport." Yeah, <laughs> and, and trying to make art. That's something that like I would love. I mean, I I don't know if you know. I know it's early in the game with uh, ZBrush and and Maxon right now, but oh my gosh, if they had like something. That was like the portable version of ZBrush. I know there's Forger, but like if they had like something where you could on the go update, because sometimes I like really wish I could take this antique like in the living room or something and go sit mm-hmm. somewhere else rather than, I mean, it's got to be hooked up to all these desktop computers in here, you know? Yeah. But, um, what do you, what is the difference? So you've got those two, and I like, is there a, a time when you're like, oh, I need to do this on the Cintiq as opposed to uh, the, uh, what's the other tab it called? Intuos? Intuos. Yeah. yeah. There's no real, for me, there's no real reason to switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, one just makes me feel glamorous and the other <laughs> one makes me feel practical. <laughs> you know? Uh-huh. I, I did uh, a pen for a while and, you know, it, it makes sense and but when I'm doing stuff in cinema, I'm like, uh, I don't really know. Sometimes it's too hard to click on things in cinema with a pen. But yeah. um, when you're when you're using a Cintiq, you have the pen on the object. And I didn't know, you know, because you're you're touching the object. Do you feel a difference between that? Like, so you don't prefer one or the other, or I don't. It, this is per- very um, very personal. Like, you know. Um, I, the only recommendation I have for anybody is like to try the one that you want to buy before you buy it, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, because it's super personal. Some people they just can't have that mind pen connection without looking at their hand. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and trust me, I didn't buy that. I was like, just practice. It's like the mouse, right? You don't have to look at the mouse to mm-hmm. use it. Right. But you know, after seeing enough people struggle with it, I'm like, okay, maybe their experience is different than mine. Mm-hmm. So, so for some people, it's much easier to make the connection looking straight at the Cintiq. Uh, but for some people, the Cintiq isn't quite as good because it requires different posture. Um, right. And also, your hand goes <laughs> on front back. of the of the tablet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's really like it's a tiny difference in my opinion, but it's enough. You know, it's it's all about comfort. So everybody kind of thinks that the tablet without the screen is worse. Than the tablet mm-hmm. with the screen, probably for like because the one the other one's expensive and you know mm-hmm. things like that. Um, but it's really like you can get everything done without the screen, and you can mm-hmm. get everything done with the screen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. What do you well, do we were, about when the we were at NAB? 
when we were at NAB, you know, all the artists were using the screen, but they also had the exact same thing on the screen so they could do it either way. Right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, <clears throat> yep. the, the posture thing is what I'm curious about because I've got mine set up over here. I have to go to another area of the room yeah. <laughs> and set up, you know, I, and I even put one of those little arm uh, support things on the desk. You know, mm-hmm. so you be, how do you how do you do the tablet? Do you have it like at an extreme angle so it's almost flat? Because I'm trying to figure out like what is the best way to do this. So like maybe I'm not, maybe my setup isn't correct. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I do the flat tablet, I just put it in front of my keyboard, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've just gotten used to having one hand further forward and one hand further back. Mm-hmm. If I do the screen tablet, I put it to my right, and I have my right arm out. Mm-hmm. Like on my on the the elbow goes on my armrest, and I mm-hmm. do it kind of. I try to keep it. It's at an angle because that makes it easier from that posture. If I put it far on the right, and then the keyboard goes right in front of me, mm-hmm. so I keep the keyboard in the same spot. But mm-hmm. uh, I've seen mm-hmm. a ton of people with way more advanced um, setups for mm-hmm. this. You know, I've seen people that put their their display tablet right on the edge of the table, right in front of them, and then they have like an extra little drawer right underneath the table that slides out a keyboard yeah. right on their lap, basically. That looked interesting. I would be willing to try that. Like, yeah. I have it saved mm-hmm. to my Pinterest board. Because <laughs> 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 I was like, okay, like that's a new way to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just try to like keep my stuff as simple as possible so I don't have to worry about it, you know. Um, I don't like moving technology around and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I have mine set up like permanent over there because I know I'm not going to drag it out every time I'm going to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know it sounds real nitpicky, but like to me, like being comfortable w- in your setup is is really important because if 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 it's uncomfortable to go do that, if it's uncomfortable for me to go over there and sit at that area, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not right. going to want to do it. You know, right. so um, I'm trying oh, to make sure I, that I'm. I gotta move my legs like a sucker. <laughs> yeah, sucker. <laughs> so um, super understandable. After the after the shortcuts, you know, learning the shortcuts and everything. What would you say like the the next hurdle is uh, if you're learning ZBrush for the first time? Like, like what would be the plan of attack? For somebody who's just getting started, They've, they're they're learning the shortcuts. Okay, they're good. They're kind of getting used mm-hmm. to that. But like, is it like going and doing fundamentals? I know practice, practice. Uh, but what would be the next step? Um, so the tricky thing is that you need to learn both how to use the tool and then how to use the tool to make something nice, right? Right. So those right. are totally two different things, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The tool is just enabling it. Um, so the way I teach it is that I like to make the ZBrush part as simple as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. You know, like whenever I'm teaching beginner lessons or, or that one tutorial I made, it's just like five things, right, that you use over and over again. Uh, after that, I think the plan of attack would be to make very short projects that are forgiving. Um, so, for example, instead of doing like a human head or likeness of, you know, some some actor... Right. You're going to do uh, a foot or an <laughs> alien, a skull, uh-huh. something yeah. like that. The more mythical it is, actually, the more forgiving it is. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? the crazy alien heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so 
that's what I recommend, short projects that you can finish in like one or two days and you can work mm-hmm. through the entire pipeline because the entire pipeline has different obstacles and yeah. things to learn, you know, all the way out to rendering mm-hmm. and taking the, the final render and then starting over, you know, so like quick things. Everybody wants to make a full God of War Kratos on their first go. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's similar to like modeling. Like if you're like a box model, people people want to make a car. Oh, let's make the Batmobile. Oh, okay, geez. but do you know how to model the Batmobile? Yeah. No, nah, that's just going to be the first. <laughs> no, start with like a hammer, you know, <laughs> and then work your way up to a car. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people learned that lesson the hard way. Yep. So, <laughs> and it's okay. As a teacher, I've learned to step back and let it happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And and how do you know like which things to learn? I I was in cinema this weekend and I had kind of a not an issue, but it was just like I needed a solution for something that I was working on. And it was easy for me because I'm used to Cinema 4D to be like, "Oh, I know what I need. I need this tag and I need to put this thing on it mm-hmm. and then uh, and that'll do what I want it to do." And in the back of my head I'm thinking if I was new to Cinema 4D, I would have no idea where to yeah. start to do that thing. And the same applies to any software. So, like, when I'm sitting in ZBrush, I'm wondering, and I like to say I hit the brush button, right? And I see all those brushes, and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many brushes. I don't know what they do or which ones are important. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I bet you there's like 10 of these that are the top 10. Yeah. And then a bunch, maybe, that other mm-hmm. people don't use. Um, What's the best way to go about like figuring out, okay, what components should I really learn first and then maybe start learning the other stuff? Um, very common issue, yeah, totally. So if you're self-learning, I always recommend like, hey, don't make it too hard on yourself. Like pick one tutorial, it doesn't matter which one, and just do those things. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when you're done with that, pick another tutorial that's different and do those mm-hmm. things and eventually you're going to find the stuff that you like because um, yeah it's overwhelming if you try to figure out everything you know right. and there is nowhere you can go on the internet that will tell you the same the right information for that it's like right. what's the top 10 most important because it's object, right. it's subjective right I really um, enjoy right. I, and I, I don't know if you do this or if you did this in the beginning but I really when I started sculpting a few years ago I really enjoyed watching the process, you know, and watching like a time lapse of someone doing something because I felt like I was able to take in so much more information as far as what they were doing very quickly, you know, or learn certain techniques by watching them sculpt. Does that make sense? I enjoy that too. I think that's why streaming is even a thing, like for mm-hmm. ZBrush, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, although I do have a little bit of a bad feeling whenever I think of that because back when I was trying to learn there wasn't as many people showing their progress their process online in a nice mm-hmm. way everybody was like how to sculpt a dinosaur and you'd, you'd be like score click on it and it's just a crit- super fast time lapse yeah right and sculpting a dinosaur <laughs> right yeah 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 <laughs> and, and I'm like oh I've been bamboozled so I'm here like rewind rewind <laughs> what do, what do they do rewind yeah. you know things like yeah. that that's kind of how I learned ZBrush I, I, I guess that 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 can make sense that makes sense <laughs> you know because if you're really trying to get down to the nitty-gritty of it you know a normal tutorial or something would be a lot better than watching a time lapse right but for me it's like I didn't have this background, you know, at all. 
so it's like for me watching some of these fast to uh, these fast time lapse and stuff give me a little bit of the fundamentals you know kind of an idea of like of, yeah of like yeah. how like the jaw is shaped or where you need to add definition you know mm-hmm. and stuff like that i don't know no, totally. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I see that my TikToks are being shown, which is like yeah. a great example of that because they're just tiny snippets of me doing mm-hmm. quick things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people ask me questions. They're like, how did you do this one thing? And then I'll like make an extra TikTok about it or something like that. Does so it use the to- audio that? How does this? Turn, turn to this, to this. To, to I do this. have one that has that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to. You got to follow it. the trends, right? Yeah, like. I love it. Yeah. It works for a while. I think Instagram did shadow ban my account, though. So oh, that's funny. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I love doing these little videos. Although I will tell you a secret now: mm-hmm. a lot of the sculpting on these videos is like totally fake and not the same way I did it right. for real. Really? So like, I'll record like a better, like a cuter right. version for Instagram. Gotcha. It's, it's like when Sham shows off her work by putting it in, into Procreate and just, right. uh, and just brushing over it, it to, yeah. to color. Yeah, yeah, it's the same concept. Um, you gotta get the views. Right, right? exactly. Um, what about, uh, you know, you, you obviously do a lot of, you know, faces and things. Um, are there Are there, like, fundamentals or sites you can go to reference to really to learn how to do some of this stuff because I feel like I feel like I need to know more about sculpting in order to do a face, you know? Yeah, or like, anatomy. Like Right, exactly. How much anatomy have you studied in order to make sure that you're getting all the features correct, you know? Um so I don't have a particular resource. Mm-hmm. Every time I find something good, I save it. And mm-hmm. then I have mm-hmm. I built my own library. In fact, like you know, uh, for my my mentees and my the people that take my workshop every week, they they can see my favorites. You know, I literally mm-hmm. have Anna's favorite anatomical references, mm-hmm. hearts. Here's the links. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, my assistant really likes putting emojis on everything. Nice. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so you know, I really like using 3D scans. There are okay. tons of sites online that you can find people like bodybuilders, models, uh, old ladies that have been 3D scanned, and you can literally like zoom in and see the every angle. Okay. So that's like really good for re- for anatomical resources because I like those because everything looks really natural. I'm gonna tell you something like one of my pet peeves is that everybody that teaches anatomy and learns anatomy does so with like these very strict rules like the body is eight heads tall things like mm-hmm. that right you know, and it's always the body of a man spe- very specific man of a very specific age like it's like man in his 40s caucasian uh and that's it and that's that's me learned. <laughs> <laughs> i'm the oh, average man yeah. Yeah, the average man. It's always like that. And you learn the rules of, like, the man has one eye between right. both eyeballs, you know. And I think it creates people that are too dependent on rules and things like that right. and can only make the same face over and over again. There's teachers on the internet that just make the same face over and over again. Yeah. So I don't like depending on that too much. But there's a ton of books and things that I buy. In fact, I need to get a sponsorship from Anatomy for Sculptors because, like, I think I've brought them a ton of customers over the years. I have seen that ad probably because I started following you. I've <laughs> seen that ad so many times and have been this close to buying it every time. It's 
worth it. Okay. Sponsored yeah, by the site. All right, Damn it. There you yeah. go. Wait, wait until I get an affiliate link. I'm going to email them. Yeah. <laughs> right, cool. <laughs> um, so they are the best. You, you should see. Look, this one's mine right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the people in the podcast can't see, but it's literally torn apart. Oh, like wow. there's pages falling yeah. out of it. So you, you know, know it's, it's out good. of order and everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's the best book because it breaks down everything into like really dumb little shapes and that's what okay. I need and that's you know the best it's easy peasy so it's more like diagrams um, the, the scans there's a ton of good websites online to where that stuff you know yeah, Matt in the chat says uh, classic human anatomy in motion by Valerie Winslow was also a huge help uh, for him we haven't seen you in a while Matthew Matthew Hinman <laughs> I saw him the other day. You were on, on, on the you Discord. Were at yeah, oh, you were at Sigraph. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anna, you have your own Discord channel, right? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Anna's uh, Anna's art collect community. Uh, let me see. I forgot what. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It used to be called uh, Anna's Art Fam, and mm-hmm. everybody thought it said Anna's Art Farm. So oh. for like last <laughs> time, people thought they were in my farm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh-huh. And you, you were that mentioning is- something about a possible podcast or something uh, before the show when we were talking. Uh, is that is that something we can talk about, I hope? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I would love to talk about that, actually. Um, <laughs> so last Thursday, I may or may not have had one or two glasses of wine. <laughs> <laughs> and decided to take Twitter on a complete whim. And I said, mm-hmm. who wants to start a podcast with me? Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, ninety people or so volunteered to do a mm-hmm. podcast with me. Not some wow. of them thought it was just one episode, so like not everybody wants to co-host, but like right. a lot of people want to co-host. Hmm. Yeah. And now I'm I'm going through and I'm trying to find people, and I'm like I have some calls scheduled this week, and I call them like, do we have chemistry? Let's find out in this call. Right. Because like, yeah. right. I don't right. know a lot of these people, but uh, they all. And you also gotta find out the if they're. You gotta find out if they're like responsible enough to do a weekly yeah. podcast or something like that right, yeah yeah but yeah. the huge thing um, i'm i'm i've been streaming for four years and every once in a while i need to take breaks like we mentioned earlier mm-hmm, yeah. and i feel one coming on i'm a little tired <laughs> and the streaming it takes on so much to, you have to do the arts read chats respond before you respond you have to read it in your mind to make sure that's it's not inappropriate right, right, right. <laughs> uh, or something like that so you have to come up with like thoughtful answers and not just that but I do it in two languages at the same time like I don't translate everything but like I answer English and Portuguese and wow. I run conversations mm-hmm. simultaneously right um, so it's a lot and you have to keep people entertained you know right it's pressure so I was thinking like would it be cool if I could get with some people and like Maybe I'll drink another glass of wine and talk yeah. about <laughs> no no arts. Just talk about things that are relevant, mm-hmm. right? Like, and that sounds really appealing. Actually, mm-hmm. you guys run a podcast. You can tell me yeah. all about. Um, <laughs> yeah, mo- most people get a, a drink a couple of glasses of wine and go Amazon shopping, like me. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing an entire podcast, so yeah. Um, it just sounds really nice and you know it's time to change things up too i think mm-hmm. like the streaming is no longer bringing back as many dividends as it used to mm-hmm. um yeah. were you making you know, a lot of money off of those the twitch streaming and stuff at some points i did 
Mm -hmm. uh, ironically when my stream was much much smaller than it is like back when I was hitting like 25 people watching at a time I used to make way more money Um, really mm -hmm. it's it's a thing that happens like every stream phase has like a community aspect Mm -hmm. and the bigger you get for some reason you like disconnect with the individual watcher a little Mm -hmm. bit more because there's so Mm -hmm. many right and then they might stop like wanting to support you as much I don't know exactly where the line was yeah um, but also, like, it's okay. I don't do it for the money <laughs> at all. Right. Um, and so it's it's more like I'm not getting new followers from it and things like that. So I think that a podcast would bring a ton of value to the people mm-hmm. that already watch my stream. So mm-hmm. they would probably still watch the podcast and it'd be something mm-hmm. new, change it up. Right. And it would probably bring new people in too. And, you know, that way it's a win win. Yeah. And I get yeah. to rest a bit because I'm a little tired. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. It is weird getting that line because you get, well, you start off and no one's watching. Yeah, <laughs> and then you get like two people watching, and then you're mm-hmm. very grateful for those two people that like to yeah. watch. And then it becomes a thing, and then you might add sponsorships, and then you're like, mm-hmm. you know, you're you've got to worry about, you know, making the sponsors happy, and then it becomes like a mm-hmm. corporate thing, and then it's like, wait a minute, it's a job, and it becomes and a like, job. Wait a right. second, I've right. got another job. Right. So now I have two jobs. And so it's kind of like you you got to use uh, a show or a podcast or a stream or, you know, a TikTok or whatever it is to kind of like supplement your brand, I guess, you know, rather than thinking it's going to be a because, you know, the kids these days, they think they're all going to grow up and become a YouTuber. And it's right. it's only part of it. You know, so my kid wants wants to be a YouTuber <laughs> so bad. I'm like, okay, so start shooting some stuff. Here's all the stuff for it. Right. It's like, uh, I don't have any ideas. It's like, no? all right, I will show you what to do. Right. I will give you all the resources to do it. You just have to have the motivation. Yeah. So how are you going to select? A, like, are you going to, like, how are you going to narrow down? Yeah, are we going to do, gonna be... <laughs> let's do a, like a, uh, a contest, uh, a contest, like, you know, <laughs> a, uh, 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 podcast got talent podcast. Yeah, it's a reality <laughs> show, and yeah. you get voted off right. and everything. Right. Yeah. Um. So I think I'm gonna make it really like chill, like really, mm-hmm. if I could, like maybe have like four hosts, and mm-hmm. if one can't like make that. it, we'll continue the podcast anyway. You know, yeah, like it. and it's a good idea, and make it flexible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, I don't have to stress. I like the last thing I want is more stress. Yeah. I stress enough. You know, I I pay people to stress for me now, so like <laughs> there's so much stress around there anyway. So I want this to be a positive thing. I'm gonna choose at least one person that I know already and trust. Mm-hmm. So that way, like even on the bad days, there might be still one person there. You know, right? Um, and then the other two people, I don't know. They're gonna like. I'm hoping to pick somebody that has a very established career that can have, bring a lot to the table, like with their experience and opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, or somebody who's very well connected and can bring in guests, mm-hmm. <clears throat> right? Even though we're we're not a lacking for guests already, there's already people lining up. It's right. it's insane, um, you know. Um, and people that are maybe are funny and and things like that. Like I don't know. I really <laughs> don't know. Like that's the the laundry list. I think it's mm-hmm. the wish list. It's funny, interesting, well experienced, well connected. Is my ideal. I like the idea of doing a group, you know, 
Yeah. I, I like that. Almost like a panel, like, a, you know, I don't know, Good Morning America or something where right. you have all those people sitting at the desk, or you like know, and a, like... Uh, mm-hmm. Or like a, a group playing D&D or something like right. that, you know? <laughs> like that, yeah. Yeah. And we would pull up, like, news or mm-hmm. yeah. a new game that came out or something like that yeah. and be like, hey, like, how does this look? Hmm, the expressions are a little weak. Let's talk yeah. about yeah. packs <laughs> yeah. or something like that, you know. Um, yeah. I love the gameplay of Pokemon Arceus, but the art is awful. <laughs> I know, I was so disappointed. I, I was going to play that, but I'm not going <laughs> to. It's, it's an awesome game. Play it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> it, is, um, it is such a good game. I just remembered one more thing I want mm-hmm. from my yes. ideal candidates. I yeah. want mm-hmm. them to, all, to have different speciality specialties mm-hmm. i like that yeah so like yeah. one's vfx one's like environment art one's i don't know like design you know mm-hmm. um or like hard like surface that. modeling as opposed right. to yeah mm-hmm. yeah because yeah. i you do throw in yeah. a producer as well mm. <laughs> oh yeah there you go hopefully somebody who right. can keep everybody else coming to the show right yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're the most organized do you know justin fields he presented uh at any, uh, at um, Seagraph for Maxon. I don't know if you know who he is or not. Um, their name? Justin Fields. Oh, I don't remember. I'm sorry, Justin, if you're watching. I, I want to <laughs> say he won some award for, like, the world's fastest speed sculptor or something or something mm. like that. I forget. Um, but he has a whole podcast studio, I think. Okay. That's why I thought maybe he would make a good, at least a good guest at some point. Justin Fields. I would love yeah. Oh, yeah. here I found him. Yeah. Yeah, he would just go on and just do a random sculpt every day, like as fast as he could. An alien, then we had to name him. Oh, that's I think nice. we named him Sculpty McSculpt Face or something like that. I don't remember. That's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Anna, if you could do any, if you could, what is your dream project and or job? Hmm. <sighs> Okay, if I could collaborate to any project for the sake of it, mm-hmm. it would be Avatar, like the alien version, James Cameron Avatar. All right. Okay. All right. Um, it's top top ten favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I still watch it sometimes. So I'm waiting for the new one. You know, mm-hmm. actively. I'm, a, I'm assuming. Right. When is that supposed to... to? Yeah. I'm assuming you've been to the, end the Pandora year. in Disney World. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and the actual simulator itself is one of the best ones that I've ever been to, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I, I have a lecture <clears throat> that has like a breakdown of that one in it. You know, really like, all of the immersion and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. I wish that I other ride, the students. other ride that they have there, is the worst ride I've ever been on. The little boat one. The boats. Yeah, it's got the amazing animatronics, but literally that's the only thing you, the only reason you'll write it. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send 3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. 
Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low budget first time filmmakers to A listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Bad game design, so. It is, <laughs> yeah. Talk about that, a whole other thing. Yeah. Like, visuals are on point, but it's boring. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a <laughs> difference? You know, I, I didn't realize, like, how much awesome, like, hard surface modeling stuff you could do in ZBrush. Because I think ZBrush, mm-hmm. and I, I automatically think, like, art or station, game. dragons aliens you know all of that and uh i saw some really cool looking stuff i think it was stuff paul was showing off z paul mm-hmm. showing off uh hard surface do you feel like those are kind of like two separate fields when it comes to zbrush or or is it something that you can easily do one or the other um honestly you have to learn them they're very separate when it comes to actual like, technique mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. even the tool usage is very different um, so I do think you have to learn the two separately mm-hmm. and you can intermingle like Paul does right. the two like you never know just, right you know, yeah. Paul does things <laughs> high energy and just fast mm-hmm. <laughs> right um, you know but um, yeah I definitely have to learn the two separately in my opinion they're very different to me a lot of people don't even use ZBrush for hard surface but mm-hmm. when you actually see it in action you're like oh my god yeah. like, that looks so like smooth and, and yeah. juicy to in lack of a better word you know Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks fast it has like all the things that I wish like Maya would do easily you know but Maya right. takes like 14 steps to do anything in my opinion <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know um, so yeah I actually don't use it very much I've been meaning to like make it one of my main parts of my workflow for a while yeah but if you like if someone came to you with a project like that because you're more on the other side, it would probably take a little bit more. That and that's what I was curious about. Like if if you know, somebody's considering a career in this or they're getting more into ZBrush, if if it's if it's a better idea to try and focus on one or the other, if that's what you're gonna mm-hmm. do, like to see what you like, or or do you think it's something where you could really be like a master at both? Like Paul. Oh, you can, <laughs> you can mm-hmm. be a master at both. Um as you get over the learning curve of both, mm-hmm, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, the The choice of which one you learn is more like a big picture career choice. Like, do I want to do more of hard surface, organics, or both? Mm-hmm. Right? And then you make that choice. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we know you have to uh, you have to get to a class, so um, mm-hmm. we're going to do the MoGraph recommend segment so that we get done, so you have enough time to go teach. <laughs> uh, and uh, what we do is we ask a bunch of questions um, about some of your favorite things and kind of get an idea of of uh, maybe something that influences you in in your work. And uh, so we're going to start with uh, favorite movie, and then like we always say, this can be an all-time or like a recent favorite it doesn't have to be like what's the best movie ever it could be like mm-hmm. something you really liked this year or whatever 
Is it Avatar? Did you already mention? Yeah. Did you so I uh, know, yeah. like Avatar is top five. <laughs> okay. I, okay. I can't say I've ever chosen a top one. Like I have top mm. five. Um, okay. So Avatar for sure, and then there's this other one that nobody's ever heard of called Strange Magic. It's like from Lucasfilm. Huh. Okay, I haven't heard of that. Strange. Nobody's I ever like heard I... of that movie. Is it? Is it a like a '90s film? No, it's weirdly recent. Oh, oh weird. Okay. It's about little fairies and little garden creatures falling in love. Like it's very okay. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. <laughs> it's adorable. Interesting. Um, okay, yeah. And then the all the other ones are like feel good movies, not mm-hmm. necessarily artistic. Like I really like movies that motivate me, or you know things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about TV okay. shows? Oh no. Uh, <laughs> so Game of Thrones was my one of my favorites for a very long time. Um, I are you really are enjoyed- you are you critiquing like? When you see some of these creatures now, like, you know, like the dragon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, it's really hard to uh, suspend disbelief and immerse yourself as a 3D artist, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I just started watching the House of the Dragon one. Mm-hmm. And the dragons look so bad. The, like, it's like the budget just... Look, they look <laughs> really? Awful. Yeah. Uh, if you, like, if you do, like, Google it, you'll notice that the overlay like the compositing itself is like very low quality mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so the dragons look blurry and out of place they don't look lit into the scene um oh. they look like they're made with a playstation you know not <laughs> right um, right so but it's just a budget i like to say that i think and i don't know if you guys agree with me i think we're going through a huge slump in the cgi world when it comes to movies and shows and i think it's just corporate greed like they're just pushing everybody to move too fast 100 uh, percent. Yeah. yeah and so like marvel's looking worse yes uh, mm-hmm. you know um you name it wonder Game woman stuff. And wonder and, woman and thing, go yeah, watch wonder woman like, i'm sorry because i probably know somebody that worked on it i'm sorry but <laughs> but these these studios like they're it, it, it's like it's like the the corporations like Disney and stuff don't have you know they have deadlines they don't yeah. have you know they don't understand what it takes in order to get some of this stuff done and they're just like we'll just you know here's our budget you have to work within that and you have to hire more people you know yeah. oh but you can't hire more people so you still need to you just need to kill yourself in order to you know basically hit these budgets right and so you know you're gonna you're gonna it's it's gonna yeah yeah i yeah. i i remember seeing age of ultron which i liked age of ultron you know i i like i like the whatever up until end game then i don't care about it i haven't watched barely any of them right and so uh uh but age of ultron when i saw it in the theater i was like everything everything's so dark it's so dark mm. you know it's like are you just covering up mistakes you know or was that a a personal choice and stuff like that i i don't know you know a movie that blew my mind did you guys see the first aquaman i didn't see it no. uh i saw clips of it in and out i haven't sat through the whole thing i don't do so- dc movies sorry <laughs> I, I didn't, but then I had to watch that one mm-hmm. for personal reasons, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the hair. Like, how did they do all the hair? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, the amount, the sheer amount of CGI in that movie is unlike anything I've ever seen. When you think, okay, that must be enough. We've already seen all the characters that a studio can make. They roll in with, like, four more 
uh, full CGI worlds that are totally disconnected from each other with like four more entire like societies of CGI creatures that are all disconnected from each other mm-hmm. and they just keep adding and adding I've never seen so uh, even more than Avatar <laughs> you know how they made an entire alien world mm-hmm. like the um, Aquaman one lo- literally like it's like 12 times that Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do they? How do they do it? Like, is do they just have no idea what it takes to make CGI? Like, yeah, are they outsourcing to everybody in the industry? Right. Like, right. what's going on? Uh, right, you know. Yeah, and it you can you can definitely tell. You know, it it there are, God, there are some movies that are just and you you know what the conversations were. Like, you'll see these shots and you're like, and you know what the conversations were. We need this yeah. done in two days. You know what can you do for X amount of money? You know, uh-huh. just like when clients come to you and and uh, yeah. you know say, you I have Legolas one day. Look like he actually jumped on this horse. Yeah, <laughs> or or they ask you, you know, what they can get, you know, three D for five hundred dollars, and you just right. you know you make a cube, you draw a cube. Right. <laughs> this is what you get. Uh, it's it's just a lack of understanding that that I'm sure a lot of people see, no matter if it's an explainer video or if it's uh-huh. a, a sculpt or if it's um, something more advanced, like oh, we need a realistic-looking house. Okay, well, what's your budget? Uh, mm-hmm. One day rate. Oh, okay, I could buy a yeah. model of a house for five hundred dollars if I'm lucky. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, that definitely shows. You're you're right. Like it's it's like we want CG, but we don't want to spend money on it. Mm-hmm. So either either it's going to look bad, or somebody's really going to work really hard on something and get screwed on payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. how often companies shut down after releasing huge projects like right. that, like Sonic the Hedgehog, Life yeah. of Pi, things yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Life of Pi, Life 100%. of Pi, classic one. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, it's it's sad. I I hope that that changes. I, you know, it's just like with NFTs. You know, despite all the rabble about NFTs, like there was some sort of like level of respect for art that came out of it. I feel like yeah. for digital art. And, and I just wish that that respect would be, you know, taken into consideration when hiring an artist mm-hmm. to do something yeah. and, and not every project being an afterthought. Because I really sometimes I feel like every project I do is rushed. Every project I do is an afterthought, you mm-hmm. know, and that's that can be frustrating. Yep. Um, all right. So the next one on the list, uh, <laughs> your favorite music. Oh, so... I have extremely extremely eclectic tastes. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to any genre at all. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like is like unexpected melodies that aren't generic. So whatever okay. my okay. brain decides that it is, then 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 I like it. All right. Um, like jazz. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the actual song itself. So my very favorite song of all time is called "Elephant Gun" by a band called Beirut. Okay. All right. Like no the Beirut. city Beirut. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really like that. What what kind of music is that? I don't know if I've heard of that. Uh, it's like old timey, like I, I don't know. I'm not good at genres. <laughs> I'm looking it up. And do you do you listen to this music while you're while you're working? It's like you... uh, kind of folksy, a little bit folksy. Okay, yeah. indie baroque pop. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Balkan right. folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everything that Pandora classifies everything like that as. Right. <laughs> Let, 
So, because uh, some people, you know, just want silence when they're when they're working. I didn't know if there's anything in particular that's like gets you in the zone when you're sculpting, uh, or if it's just generic. Because I feel like I have different tastes depending on if I'm working or not. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, first of all, never silence. That's how the dark thoughts start to set in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I need to distract myself from that. And keep out oh. imposter syndrome and yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. <laughs> um, so whenever I'm doing something that requires any sort of like language faculties in my brain, so that's like writing, management, uh, com- trying to fix a problem sometimes, you know, like, and mm-hmm. I'm like having to use like thoughts that have language in them. Uh, I can't listen to anything with um, lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's got to be instrumental. But if I'm just doing like ZBrush, I stop thinking in language and just start thinking in shapes and colors. So then I can even watch a show if I want to. Like right. I watched The Office. That was my go-to working show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I watched it 14 times back to back all seasons. <laughs> um, you know, because it's just funny. It's like yeah. I don't need to look at the screen like with my yeah. eyes. You're catching on. up with me on that. <laughs> Dave has seen the Dundies episode at least 150 times. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Which one? There's so many. <laughs> have you Have you watched the uh, extended versions? No, never. Oh my goodness! Uh, Peacock has extended versions of these shows, and it's mm-hmm. not necessarily bad stuff. It's just like stuff that they couldn't fit time wise. So it's actually mm-hmm. funny. But um, these episodes, they've done five seasons now of this. Some of the episodes are 45, 50 minutes long, mm-hmm. you know, of extra stuff. And you learn all of this kind of like these other little stories that were going on that you you got parts of before, but you just mm-hmm. didn't understand the full story. You know, it's really good. If you're an Office fan, I definitely mm-hmm. recommend I, it. I can't believe I'm going to let you make me buy another subscription service. Right? <laughs> I know. Because I, I stopped watching The Office after it left Netflix. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's why that's the only thing that got me to buy it, uh, the Peacock <laughs> subscription. You know, I don't watch anything else on there. I just pay my nine ninety nine a month in order to have access to the office. You know, that's funny. But I can't believe I'm going to be productive again. I've definitely tanked. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you listen to podcasts because you are kind of like sometimes in the zone where you're able to do something mm-hmm. like that, or? I listen to podcasts if I'm driving or like okay. outside. I almost never put on a podcast when I'm working. Weirdly, just because I struggle with finding one that interests me. Yeah. Hmm. So like a podcast has to like roll around my social media or something like that with just the right name, and then I'll listen to it who, no matter who made it. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, except for this one guy who does this podcast on like side hustles. Okay. And oh. he just interviews people with successful side hustles. And I'm like, okay, I listen to that guy relatively often. I don't remember You know who name. that is? Oh, okay. It's not Gary it's V. Called a, it's called the side... No, not, not Gary V. Although, I used to like Gary V. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel the same the way. It's called the Side Hustle Podcast. The Side Hustle, side show, hustle show. By Nick Looper. All right. I haven't okay. heard of him. I'm going to check right, that cool. out. It's because um, yeah, I have like a membership program, and he made an episode with some people who also had a membership program, and they were rocking it. And I was like, "Dang, how do I get there?" You know, um, yeah, they were making a lot of money, which I uh-huh. guess people on these podcasts always are if they made it across my table. Yeah, what's up <laughs> with that? Where's our money? Yeah, where is it? 
It's all going into Camp MoGraph so I that everyone so. else can enjoy stuff. That's right. Um, <laughs> what would be your favorite plugin? Not a render engine. Render engines don't count. Mm-hmm. Plugin. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna tell you, I normally work with all my software in like total vanilla mode. I mm-hmm. like it. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even change the UIs. I keep it always the same. Um, for some reason, my brain just keeps going to this one plugin my student made <laughs> for Unreal. Mm-hmm. That like used Python and it would like fix up all of the bad naming conventions and stuff like that. Hey, like nice. I don't use it, but since she made it and it works so well, it's my favorite. I think. There you there go. You go. <laughs> what about app? If you're I, on your phone, like what is your muscle memory app? Like you always really click on it. TikTok. Oh, it's, it's TikTok. It's TikTok. I wish I could it's say so TikTok, good. but it's it's too good. It is. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you something. Like since you have full control over the algorithm, you can have the best feed of like educational content mm-hmm. and motivational content ever. Like I used it like that. Yeah. I started watching TikTok when I was trying to like lose a bunch of weight, and so like it was just like recipes and things like that, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Then eventually I moved on to like more motivational stuff, like how to grow on social media, how to have your own YouTube channel and mm-hmm. run your business and things like that. And people will come on there, just spew out some like 30 seconds of wisdom. And you're like, oh, my God, that's actually yeah. good. Then I open up my Save. Notes, <laughs> yeah. and I'll be like, I'll be like, write that down. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, yeah. Remember this one. So like, it's wonderful. So it's not just like trash and kids dancing like everybody thinks oh, it is. But I love the trash. The trash <laughs> is so good. Like, I have my burner account and I send my stuff that I like to the burner account and then I open the burner uh, account and I have a list of all the things that I want to, you know, that's save. funny. That's smart. Yeah. I made a burner account because sometimes people would try to insult me on my videos <laughs> and mm-hmm. I would ah. I want to say something but I can't because I'm professional so I would go on the other account. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. You gotta have a troll <laughs> account, right? Oh, man. And then Dave sometimes forgets he's not on the troll account and will <laughs> say something on the official MoGraph account and I'm like, dude, you gotta stop. Oh, uh, that was only like twice. <laughs> yeah, alright. <laughs> it was like what was it? There, well, some a lot of them are about CG. I will comment on CG yeah. stuff and say, yes, you will. that's fake, yeah. that's fake, you know, that's right. CG. And then people ask, and it's like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, well, why don't you check out my account and watch a bunch of videos and find out why, right. you know. <laughs> um, the Okay, we got two more questions. This one should be interesting. Favorite video game? Mm. Which are three? Witcher, the Witcher 3. Witcher okay. 3. Yeah. All right. Have you watched the Witcher series on uh, Netflix? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so first, I watched the whole first season and a little bit of the second, but I never made it through the second okay. one. Hmm. Yeah. And what about? I didn't watch. I watched the like half of the first episode. I knew nothing <laughs> about the video game, so yes, yeah, I, yeah, I don't I, know I anything no about it. Yeah. yeah. It it was not beginner friendly due to like the whole like skipping ahead in time and not telling you thing. Mm. Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> no, I mean like they just the whole episode was like it was almost like past, present and future oh, just right, all right, right, together right. just one after the other in different orders like that. Gotcha. And you had no idea which one was which. Not okay. even people who like read the books probably had a little bit of a whoa like, you know. Right. Um so that probably was a mistake on their end. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, but the game is a different vibe. Like, it's got so many super beautiful creatures that are different, you know, like colorful, different landscapes. And I honestly, if you give me good creatures, I'll mm-hmm. like your game normally. Um, you know, everything was just so beautiful. And the stories are just insane. Like, the quests, I would like to meet whoever wrote those and, like, mm-hmm. be like, what? So, are you normal? Like, like do you wake <laughs> up? Like, what's going on? Like, I love them. They're weird and unexpected, you know. Um, and so, yeah, I love that game. So good. All right, last question because I know you got to you got to get rolling. Um, and this is a tough one, so you may have to think about it for a second. And this is your f- favorite life hack. Now, this can be something funny. It could be something you know useful. It could be work-related, work-related yeah. productivity. Uh, you know, one of the examples we Something give is you saw on TikTok that you're yeah, like, oh, exactly. That's the best thing that I've ever come across. Mitch Myers says, "Turn the toaster on its side for some bomb ass grilled cheese." So, nice. and and I have one. Uh, well, I had the one I talked about before, the gas station hack. That's the mm-hmm. time to clean out your car when you're that that time that seems to take forever when you're filling up at the pump. It's only five minutes, but it feels like an eternity. Mm-hmm. Go clean out your car. You know, easy life hack, but something you don't think of. Mine is clean from the top down and throw all the dust and stuff on the floor and then sweep it all up. I also okay. have a, a hack when uh, <laughs> when you open a, a new bottle of pills. They kind of have mm-hmm. the, or, or uh, sometimes like food supplies that have like the foil seal mm-hmm. on the top of it. You take your knuckle, right, and you push mm-hmm. the knuckle down into it, and it just pushes a hole right into it because it's foil instead of trying to sit there and like peel it off. See? Mm. All those little things. It'll save you like five seconds. Mm-hmm. See, I, I have trouble defining what a life hack is versus something I just do that's weird because. I do a ton of weird stuff like that. Well, tell us the weird weird stuff. stuff. And my husband's like, I can't believe you do it like that. And I'm like, you just got to think outside the box, man. Like, Like, let's hear it. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) Sometimes you do stuff that you don't even realize, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, there's so many things that you don't think of. Hey, kitty. (laughs) Hey, meow, meow. Um, Like, for example, this is so random. But the other day, I'm like, well... When people get out of the shower, they dry themselves off, right? I have a certain way that I dry myself off, right? Does every I'm I'm like I bet everybody has a certain order. Like, do you do you do your hair first, your shoulder? You know what I mean? Like, I never. I was like, you know, people have a routine. Towels, one for the waist, and then one. uh, Amy calls it my cape. See, you never think about it, right? Like, but the thing is, she's bought me a robe. It's basically like a towel robe. She's bought me a robe, and I hate robes. I think they're mm. they're just they just don't feel good, right? I like my cape, and I like my toga around the waist. Yeah, that's how I dry off. <laughs> Something I did uh, that that I've always done, and I never really thought about, is um, you know, like if the baby's sleeping, the kitchen's really loud. Like, we'll wake her mm-hmm. up, right? So. Um, I was just trying to be quiet, and I always push in the 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 little button on the microwave door um, mm-hmm. and hold the thing at the same time, so, like slowly, so that you can open it or, or push it in, and then shut the door quietly, and then release the the button. And Julie well, was like, "I never thought about that off. before." What? 
You can turn turn the noise mode off. I'm talking about just slamming the thing shut. You, oh, you hold okay. the button down gotcha. so that it closes gotcha. silently, and then you right. let go of the button. She's like, I never thought gotcha. about that before. Yeah. What weird things do you do? <laughs> All my life hacks are like weirdly abrasive. Um, so, like, if somebody ever makes a rude comment mm-hmm. or a joke to you, mm-hmm. and you want to embarrass them, you should ask them to explain it. Oh yes, yes. yes. Yeah. I do it all the time, guys. I don't get it. (laughs) Nobody can get anything past me. (laughs) Just play dumb. Like, can you explain that? I don't understand. I don't Mm -hmm. don't get it. Yeah. All right. And then they have to explain that they are like a racist or something. Right. (laughs) Right. right, right. Yeah. That's That's when that second social media account comes in handy. Second one. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. If you ever want to see some drama, check out my TikToks. Like oh, just look at okay. the comments. You'll see. All right. Especially one sponsored by Nvidia. Just I'll just leave it at that. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> okay. Um next I have that I can't live a full productive life and be super happy unless I avoid drama at all costs. Mm-hmm. That's a good and, one. And um I consider a lot of things to be drama. Like I'm very low tolerance. Mm-hmm. So I'll just disappear. Like, I'll disappear for months on end, and you won't see me. Um, and, you know, I'll be working on my stuff, you know? I like mm-hmm. that. Because, yeah. And I don't want drama ever, ever. So Maybe I should mm-hmm. disappear. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. And, um, like, you know, it's it's negativity. Like, I, I have two options. I can be at home. Like, let's say I like, have, like, a tough day at work, whatever job I might be doing or something. I had a bad meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, I can go home and like think about whatever happened. And I just think about it and I think about it mm-hmm. and I stew and I get mad and I like or feel sad or something. Or I can just have avoided the situation altogether, get home and be like, oh, today's such a lovely day. I think I'm gonna do some work and be productive, mm-hmm. make some money, hooray! Mm-hmm. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. Ninety <laughs> so. percent of the time, I'm really good at separating work from regular life. Like I don't, I try to basically never think about work when I'm not in front of my desk. You know. No man, that's all I'm ever doing. Yeah, I can't it feels like that's all I'm ever doing too. Like mm. honestly, because I I I still dual careers, so mm-hmm. I get home and I go back to the same computer and I do my work, slightly different tasks. You know. Yeah. So it's really hard to the line. The line is very blurry. Yeah. I'd say in my my life. <laughs> Um, Kevin had a, a quick question here before we go. Um, besides the fact that he said Game of Thrones is pretty good, but Breaking Bad is the best show he's ever seen, except for maybe oh, The Wire. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. he's right. <laughs> um, his question is, do you recommend using a drawing glove with a tablet? Uh, I don't, but that's because I'm just super low maintenance. Like, I think... <laughs> <laughs> is that you know, posh? Like, is that like? It looks cute, like. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like a Michael Jackson um, glove. Yeah, With I'm super low maintenance. <laughs> yeah, but it does leave little smudges on my tablet, like from my hand. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think that's partially what people are avoiding, like also more slipperiness, I guess, with the glove. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, do I recommend it? Yeah, try it. I mean, yeah. those are cheap. If you don't like it, then you take it off. Yeah, without Mine's the Mine's just like sitting around here somewhere. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. They're all it's gim it's gimmicky. Mm-hmm. It's kind of gimmicky unless unless it club, really though. yeah yeah well kind of like uh kind of like tablets as well. I think a lot of people look at tablets that way. Ooh, 
<laughs> Ooh, you're in the yeah. There's something said, well, to be if it said looks about cute. I'm ordering one now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's something about like rituals, though. Like, if it's part of your ritual and puts you in the mindset to like put that glove on, like now in business, right. yeah, mode, you know, yeah, yeah. like I get that. Could be a thing too. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But you're not gonna go golfing without putting on your golf glove, right? Obviously, <laughs> you're not a golfer. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we know we're we're approaching your heart out here, so we're uh, <laughs> we're gonna. Uh, yeah. We're going to wrap it up, but we really appreciate you being on, uh, taking the time to, to mm -hmm. chill with the two of us uh, in the middle of a work day. And uh, if people want to find you online, where's the best place to get a hold of you? Your main account, not your burner account. <laughs> <laughs> I have the same username on everything, so mm -hmm. it's like dealer's choice. It's Anna Carolina underscore arts on everything. Okay. So awesome. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube. You name it. It's cool. got the same name. I need to All find right. you on TikTok. I don't know if I've seen you on TikTok yet. I need to be following you for sure. I haven't put out new content in a while. <laughs> That's all right. Neither have I. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Like, ever since I... social media changed it into videos only, mm -hmm. it's, like, so much work. Yeah, I, I, I got so burned from uh, people attacking me on Twitter that I completely uh i don't go on i don't post on social media anymore yeah like i don't yeah, like putting myself must have out done there something really bad matt no i didn't do anything i mean <laughs> I, I don't know. think i did yeah. not on purpose at least right <laughs> <laughs> i got canceled so there you, you go did? you didn't yep, get I was canceled. canceled no i didn't get canceled i was gonna say huh. cool all right. Well, we're going to get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. Helps get our ratings up. You can subscribe and uh, check out our newsletter. It doesn't go out that often anymore, but uh, it, it does sometimes. So you'll get all the info there. You can say you've been there, done that, got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. Render vintage. Things, vintage. Uh, render the render things t-shirt hoodie and long sleeve tee that's the popular one there the mm -hmm. mograph blandishment shirt and of course the that render is fire shirt which you're only allowed to wear ironically unless you're unless shams, you're shams. we're gonna be seeing shams in a couple weeks too i can't wait to see yeah everybody. we will that's dude, gonna be fun i can't wait to see sage sage seen him in oh my years. gosh yes dude yeah yeah if you don't know sage go meet sage He's great. Uh, and we're on YouTube, MoGraph.com. Check there for the schedule, the lineups, and all of the things. Again, we will not have a show because it's a holiday here in the States mm -hmm. next Monday. So uh, if you are in America and you're having a little Labor Day, uh, enjoy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, that about wraps it up. Until next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. And I'm Anna Carolina. <laughs> have a good one. Later, yo. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. <laughs> 
Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. We gotta stop this thing, Rick! It's gonna kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.